Hey everyone, welcome to the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate Podcast. Today we're talking about getting your financial house in order. So let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome to podcast number 68, and this is Getting Your Financial House in Order. I'm here with Joe Paddock, our wonderful buyer's agent here on the Tom J. Krieger team in Tucson, Arizona. First of all, I want to let you know that I'm a licensed real estate agent, just like Jill is. We are not financial advisors. We're not licensed, but we are experienced in life. And so what we want to share is what we're believing and what we're feeling right now and what's happening in the world, what's happening in our economy. And we want to try and share some you know, a lot of people know this, but every once in a while they need to hear it. They need to have somebody just sit and express it to them, talk to them about it. Uh, kind of like the old Dutch uncle that, you know, you hear about, oh, yeah, well, you know, Uncle Jed said this, that, and this, and you're thinking he's kind of crazy. And then when you grow up, you go, that Uncle Jed was pretty darn smart, wasn't he, right? So, Jill, let's get into it. Number one, um, with all the stuff that's happening in the world right now, now we're doing this podcast uh, Russia's invaded Ukraine. Um, they were about ready to take the, the um, capital city of Kiev. You know, oil bounced up to over $100 a barrel. The stock market took an 870-point drop. So things are a little crazy right now. Maybe six months from now, we don't know. We, we don't know if this is going to lead into a world war, and I don't want to scare anybody. But what I want to do is make people aware that right now we are in some, you know, uh, I'm going to call it some uncharted territory right now, okay, for most of the people that are alive, all right? What happens when we're in uncharted territory with an economy? We think the Fed might be raising interest rates. We think that um, gas prices are going to go up. Mm -hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm here to talk to you, Jill, about what we should be advising our clients looking to buy and or sell real estate and to better their lifestyle, okay? And number one is to remove a bad debt. I think this is critical when you want to have a healthy, you want to have the healthy economy, but you also want to have a healthy home, right? Right. So let's talk about how, how would you go do that? I mean, you know, it's easy to remove all your debt. Well, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Right. Well, I mean, it's just like anything else. They always say, like, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Mm -hmm. um, so it's all about making the small changes. Um, and the one thing that I feel like is really helpful that a lot of people don't take advantage of is speaking to a financial advisor or a loan officer, somebody who's experienced with um, credit and debt, and having somebody help you put a plan together. Because a lot of times they have the ability to actually structure a plan that, you know, you quicker than you can think of um, would actually be able to qualify, build a savings, buy a house. Um, you know, everybody just thinks pay off debt, but which you pay off first matters. Um, what's the best way? What do you attack first? And having somebody help who is knowledgeable help create that plan for you is a huge asset. And I think people don't ask for help because they're embarrassed I have all this debt, I have all this credit card debt, I have student loans. Um, but so many people do. So you, you know, you're, you're missing out on a big opportunity by not asking for help. Yeah. So you know, it's funny you say that about um, being embarrassed, right? Mm -hmm. What's more embarrassing, asking for help or being late on your payments? 
and somebody discovers you're late and you go to, you know, you go to re- when you really need credit and your credit scores down in the low 500s because you didn't ask for help to figure this out. And you're also correct when you talk about what debt to pay off first. Obviously, we want to pay off the debt that has the highest interest rate on it mm-hmm. because as soon as we get that paid off, we can take that extra money and apply it to the next one. Exactly. And so it becomes almost like an avalanche, like a snowball. You start out with a small snowball at the top of the debt hill, but as you start paying paying it off, the snowball gets bigger and bigger. And what that snowball basically is, is your disposable income you can use to apply to your debt, right? Exactly. So when you get to the bottom of the debt hill, you've got this big snowball, which represents, I have all this disposable income that I can utilize to get rid of all debt. Now, there are different kinds of debt. There's like a student loan debt, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's a debt. There's credit card debt, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people don't understand the, the issues that's happening in our, our world right now. The Federal Reserve is going to raise interest rates. And so your 15% uh, credit card, when they start raising the interest rates, is going to move. It isn't locked in at 15%. It's tied to usually a LIBOR rate. So as that rate goes up, your interest is going to go up. And your minimum payment of like $45 a month is now going to jump up to $75 or $85 a month. Well, And I think it's also worth saying that those minimum payments aren't going to pay off that credit card real No, fast. not for like 22 years <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It's almost longer than a mortgage, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's where getting some financial help is is a smart it, move. Exactly. And paying attention. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the highest interest rate credit card? Yes. That's the one I want to pay off first. That's the one I want to apply to. Hey, everyone. We want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. Also, we are licensed realtors practicing equal housing. Now, let's get you back to the podcast. When interest rates rise too, we can talk about this in the mortgage industry, right? You're not going to be able to afford as much. No. So as in one of our previous episodes, and you can look below for the uh, previous episode that we did this on the podcast, we talked about if interest rates run from about three and a half to four and a quarter percent, that cuts down your buying power by 15%. Well, 15% on a $300,000 house is Mm $45,000. Now, instead of looking at a $300,000 house, you're looking at a $250,000 house. And you know, as as an agent working with buyers on a regular basis, that's a significant change in the house and the location. It's a significant change in what's, you know, the the condition of the house, um, age of the house, like you said, the location um, and the amenities that the house and neighborhood can provide. So you want to take advantage of that buying power. Rates are still low. And I mean, historically, even I know I've started hearing people say like, oh, 4%. That's still <laughs> historically so low. It's still a great rate. Um, and the other day, you know, somebody said, well, yeah, pay 4 pay 5% on a mortgage or basically pay 100% if you're renting. Yeah. You've get no return on that investment. Exactly. And we all know rents are going up. Rents are going up. Okay. So taxes are going up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's not really been an economy that I can remember where rents came down, even in the crash. When people were losing their houses, they still needed to rent. So that put added pressure on mm-hmm. the rental market, which allowed the landlords to raise their rent rates. Okay. Um, 
You know, it's also real important, I think, Jill, for people to understand they need to monitor their credit score. Now, we are in this time, and I'm going to bring this up, and it may, six months from now, this may not be the issue, but currently, right now, they're talking about cyber attacks back and mm -hmm. forth between the United States and Russia. Well, if, if the United States starts a, a cyber attack against Russia, and Russia goes back against the United States, there's a very good possibility that your bank accounts could be drained. Something could happen, yeah. A lot of people don't realize it. So one of the things I want to say if you're watching this is change your uh, passcodes and your usernames on a regular basis mm -hmm. so that nobody can get in there. But also, it can disrupt your credit scores. And so you may have had a 700 credit score today, and tomorrow some bad things get in there that aren't true, and you're at a 600. You need to monitor that on a regular basis. And if you find that out, then you got to work with a credit repair service, right? Or mm -hmm. a credit building uh, service. Now, most lenders, you would agree with me that they have those services like Wells Fargo or Bank of America or all the big chase, you know, mm -hmm. they all have those credit rebuilding programs. But there's, and you can go online and find this, but they're also local ones too. So talk to a real estate agent, either like us or somebody else. We can refer you some. Just contact us at the end of this uh, podcast. We'll have all our contact information. We can refer some credit re uh, repair companies too. But Jill, t do you have any examples for us of somebody that um, kind of self-discovered their credit wasn't as good as they thought it was? Well, I find a lot of people, you know, go with those freebie, like kind of what their bank says. And um, it's it's a very generic. So a lot of times they'll be surprised when a mortgage loan officer actually pulls their credit and it looks different uh, because they're they're looking at different items and it's, it's affected differently. But you do know we can get a copy of our credit report once a year, keep our eyes on it, like you said. And if you see something on it that doesn't look right or doesn't make sense, you know, act immediately on it. Um, going into what you said about there being resources for you, I have spoken to people who are paying exorbitant fees for credit repair help. And it, if they would have asked a local agent who could have put them in touch with a local lender, they could have gotten that help for free. Yeah, for free. That's the right price for free. For free. Yeah. And why, why is it for free? Because the lender wants you to repair your credit so they can lend you the money. Exactly. So it's in your best interest and also in their best interest and obviously ours because we want to help you get a house, get a house. right? Yeah. So let's also talk about raising your score. How do you go about doing that? Making your payments on time, um, you know, not taking out a lot of new cards or um, co-signing on different loans and things like that. That's another one, though, where your local lender or a lender can take a look at what's going on in your report and tell you, do X, Y, and Z, and we'll rerun it in a month, and you can see a significant boost. But they are the ones to tell you that. Don't play a guessing game and, you know, yourself in your head, something makes sense, but maybe that's not the way it would go. Get yeah. professional help on what to do. Yeah. They've always told me, don't go in between years. It's a scary place now. <laughs> um, but right. Yeah. Raising your credit score, get a professional, get mm -hmm. somebody who, who is in the business of doing that. We, we can't give you that type of advice as real estate agents. Right. The advice we can give you is go seek a professional, right? right. And we can certainly refer you to, you know, yeah. give you a few to choose from. And here's here's the one of the last ones. We have two more I want to talk about, Joe. Uh, this one is my favorite, and it's save, 
And if you didn't hear it, save. And if you didn't hear it again, it's save. So save, save, save. In these economic times right now, you can do without a brand new pair of Nike or Air Jordans, okay? You can do without a a Jimmy Choo shoes. You can do without a Gucci purse right now, right? You can make it by start saving some money in case we do come across some times. More importantly, though, so that you have money for a rainy day. I don't think we're really sharing anything that people haven't heard before. We're just trying to bring it to you in a different light. If you can save six months worth of mortgage payments, it makes owning a home that much more pleasant. Mm -hmm. If you can save money so that you can pay debt off in chunks so that you're able to afford a nicer home Mm -hmm. or you're able to afford maybe a home in a better school district, Mm -hmm. right? Save, make a game out of it. You know, one of the things that I I talked about with with my grandkids is like, you know, if you promise to pick your room up every day, grandpa will give you $5. And if you do it for four weeks in a row, not only will you have $20, but grandpa will go out and buy you an ice cream and we'll go get ice cream. So make a game out of it, okay? Put put in a savings aspect, you can do that with um, a thermometer chart, Mm -hmm. right? Say, okay, um, Lily, we want to save $30 this month. So if you're getting $5 a month for your allowance or mm-hmm. your job, grandpa will match it. Right. Okay. And once you get to that, you know, you fill it in with red, make a game out of it. When they hit the top, take them out for an ice cream or a show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then I was also going to say for those who are, you know, teenagers, uh, one of the best pieces of advice I got when I had, you know, your your basic high school, college job right. Um a friend of mine said that before she bought something, she sat and calculated how many hours she had to work in order to pay for that item. And I had never thought of it that way. Yeah. And when I sat down, I was like, oh boy, you know, I got to work for six hours. But sometimes you choose a little differently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and, and, and that is goes directly to the aspect of what what is money? Right. Money is nothing more the tr- than the transfer of physical effort, right? Yeah. You work you get paid. You work, you get paid. I can't buy groceries by digging a ditch, Mm -hmm. but I can dig a ditch, get paid for digging a ditch, use that money to buy groceries. So that's a great way of looking at that, Joe. I like that. Um, Yeah. And I do, I, you know, for people who, like you said, are living paycheck to paycheck, the whole thing can seem very daunting. Um, And I think it's important to know that you know, as real estate, we can we understand that. I know we look at numbers all day, but we all started somewhere and we can all pull from that personal experience to remember where you're coming from. Um, and so working with somebody who understands that, who can have a lot of respect for what you're trying to do and work with you to achieve that goal can be really helpful. Um, but like you said, it's it's a small step, like little steps create that snowball that make your big goal happen. Yeah, excellent. So Jill, I would say to wrap all of this up, would you agree with me that nothing works without a plan? I 100% agree with that. You got to start with a plan. Yeah. So everyone, make the plan. Pay your debt off. Life will be infinitely better. And until next time, I want to wish all of you just a great day. Hey, thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty Podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team. 
If you are thinking about buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, please reach out to us. We are local here in Tucson, Arizona, but we are also connected to over 4,000 agents across the US. So again, looking to buy, sell, or invest in your hometown, reach out to us and let us connect you.